This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parshas Noach, Tovshin, Pei Beis. This week's Parsha starts off, Eilat told us Noach, Noach is tzaddik, Tom Hoyabederosov. Noach was a tzaddik and he was a tomim. What does a tomim mean? He was perfect. He was perfect in his generation. Ungelis explains, actually, Noach Gevar Zake Shlimhava. He was a, a completely righteous person. Which is very interesting, because Noah's generation was a completely corrupt, immoral, and deceiving generation. And yet Noah was a Tomim, he was a Tzaddik. Which is very interesting, because the Gemara Megillah, on your Gimel Mabez, tells us of an interesting conversation that Yaakov has with Rachel when he meets her, for the first time. And he expresses interest that he wants to marry her. Rachel, too, is interested, but she tells him. She warns him, she says, you know... My father, he's going to try to deceive you, whatever deal we make. And he responds, I'm his brother in deceiving, which means I can take care of myself. So Rachel hears that. This is Yaakov the Ishemes. He says, are you allowed to duo and deceit and act with deceit to deceive somebody? And he responds as follows. He says, you know, Davon Melach, after many of his battles, he sings the Shira to Hashem. And in Shmuel Beis, Perach of Beis, Pesach of Zion, he writes, Im Novar Tisavar, with a pure person, act purely. Vim Ikesh Titapal, and with a crooked person, you act crooked. Vim Ikesh Titapal, with a crooked person, you act crooked. So I can take care of myself with your father, Lavan. Which leads us to an interesting question. If with a crooked person, you're meant to behave crookedly because you have to protect yourself, why did Noah insist on being a Tomim? It seems like Noah was acting too innocent, letting people take advantage of him. If the people were acting in a deceiving way, deceitful and corrupt, Noah should have acted to them the same way. If you're honest with him, they'll be honest with you. If you're going to be involved with theft, you're going to deceive Noah in your dealings with him, he should respond the same way. And yet, the Swarm tells us Noah was a Ish Tomim. Why? Explains the Chassam Sofer based on a letter from the Rambam that a person can act this way. He can follow this positive him, ikish tapal, act deceiving with a deceiving person, only if it's a, a chance occurrence. It happens to happen. But if this is a way that you have to deal with people, says the Rambam, don't accustom yourself to acting this way. If in all your dealings you find that you have to act in a deceiving way, don't do it. Because it's going to change your nature. You're going to end up with a nature of deceiving. And therefore, you don't have this heter, vim ikesh tapal, or not this heter, this halacha, vim ikesh tapal, of acting deceivingly when someone's deceiving you. That's only by a chance interaction. But if it's going to be the way you always have to deal with, then don't do it. Explains the Chassam Sofer. Then Noah was living in a corrupt generation in an immoral de- generation, in a deceiving generation. And yet, Noah acted in a Tomim way. Because if he would act, Tomim, if he would act in a deceiving way with everybody, then he himself would become that way. The way Noah became a Tzaddik is because he was Tomim. Bidorosov. Even in his generation, he was a Tomim. And therefore, he became a Tzaddik. Says the Chazam Shover, that's a lesson we have to learn from Noah. We too, unfortunately, live in a generation where there's corruption, there's immorality, there's deception. And yet we too have to live 
in a generation like that. And we have to make sure that we don't follow this rule of him ikesh tapal in our generation, but we act in a way that is tamim. Al yargalus atzma zeh. We have to be tamim. How do we do that? We recognize that everything comes from Hashem. If we do that, then we realize there's no need to act that way. If we were put in this generation, it's because Hashem wants us to be tamim. After World War II, the Germans, Yimach Shimon, wanted to re-enter the family of nations. To do that, they had to own up to their terrible atrocities of the Holocaust and what they did. And they started to pay reparations. Wither good machung. Wither good machung. They would give money to people whom they tortured in the labor camps, in the concentration camps, in the ghettos. Of course, that the Germans, you had to fill out an application. A fellow was looking at the application and he realized that when he was in a concentration camp in January of 1943, if he would write down that he arrived just a few weeks earlier, which would be in 1942, even though it was just a few weeks earlier, he would get a lot more money because it was the previous year. So he came to the Briskorov and he asked him what to do. If he's allowed to do it. The Briskorov was thinking about it, and then he told me, he says, you know what, go ask Rav Dov Weidenfeld. Go ask the Chabina Rav. The Chabina Rav, he'll tell you what to do. So the fellow went to the Chabina Rav and he asked him what to do. The Chabina Rav immediately responded, I don't think that's the stylus that's required of you. It's an amazing thing. He didn't tell him you're allowed to or you're not allowed. He said, it doesn't make sense. Our money comes from the shtadlis anyways. It can't be that Hashem wants you to do this shtadlis. And that was the lesson he was teaching us. All our money comes from Hashem. All that we have to do is the shtadlis. If we live in a generation that's corrupt, we have to be tamim. And if we end up being tamim, we too can be a tzaddik as well. Have a wonderful Shabbat. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.